so lies, crimes, war, and corruption. <laughs> yeah, I've been, uh, you know, I've been really into the whole thing that's going on with Syria right now. Oh, no way. Uh, I've been following Syria pretty closely uh, too as well. What, what, what side of the, the coin are you on? Um, yeah, I don't know. I just see things getting worse and worse. and It seems like it dies down for a week or two, but next thing you know, all of a sudden, something happens, something new. Yeah. Um, honestly, from my understanding, like, um, I mean, like, uh, and I don't know, I'll probably come out for it, but from my research, it seems that, like, um, you know, Israel is not going to be happy until Assad's out. You know, at that I believe it has to like, do with the connection between Syria and Iran itself and some uh, pipelines that might be able to connect Saudi Arabia to the Mediterranean Sea. I had seen a few days ago uh, this news report um, yeah. that United States is now starting to build a military base in Syria. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's I don't think they're trying to stay there, though to set up uh, the Arab army or an Arab ar- um, some sort of Arab they're trying to say it's like you know continue the fight that's going on there but obviously it's a bit peculiar considering the fact that like you know Daesh or whatever you know ISIL whatever you like to call them has pretty much already been defeated in the area however there's supply lines from the west been, like, you know, right? yeah I mean this was already known from like Wesley Clark, um, he had already said this, you know, we're going to attack these countries, we're gonna, and then for the end, it's going to be um, Syria finishing off with Iran. And this is exactly how it's going. On, on, a, on a smaller level, the crazy thing about it, too, is that it actually, so the more the more conflict that goes down in the Great Lake, the more, uh, you know, essentially, it's better, it's better for the energy markets, like for like North American energy markets, European energy markets, even Canadian energy markets, like, like the more like if, if supply can go down from out of Saudi Arabia, because Venezuela is already down right now, I mean, then you see the the price of oil increase. And the, the crazy thing is like that would actually be really beneficial to Canada, even. Yeah, I didn't know that. See, that was another thing too. I remember that um, Donald Trump has said that he wanted to attack um, Venezuela just a few months ago. To attack. See, no, I, I feel like Venezuela is already, they're, they're already screwed. Like, they're on a, on a downwards panel. On, honestly, if you look at the situation in South America, they've been in, like, a depression for, like, at least the past, like, five years. I mean, Venezuela, Argentina, Brazil, all of those states are not doing well at all right now, you know? Like, and it, it, exactly, like, why would they want to attack them? Even uh, back when uh, Obama was president, he had declared Venezuela a threat to the United States. A country yeah. with no nuclear weapons, not a big military. For some reason, they were threat to the United States. I mean, it's like if you look at it, and you know, like you're right, like they're they're no risk at that time. But if you look at it from a logistic perspective, like in terms of international relations, um, the, the the U.S. definitely comes from like this the, this realist background, where essentially this for enforce. Well, like the idea is supposed to be like a, a bipolar, uh, uh, like. Uh, national relations background where essentially two major powers sort of aligns themselves to the war, right? Yeah. The U.S. has sort of been pushing for this unipolar power, so to them, everything's a risk, i.e., let's say Venezuela is in a situation where economically they're not doing the best and they don't have the best uh, 
like you know uh, relations with the, with the U.S. for whatever reason. Well, that maybe Russia or China that has capital or that you know or has the, the, the leverage to be like, yo, you know, well maybe if you give us some concessions, we'll give you, give you some concessions, and then you're looking at the idea of maybe you know China or Russia setting up military bases in South America, which is a huge fucking no-no for the West. Like, oh yeah, they don't want that. But but it's all it's all been uh, done by mostly the United States. I mean, even what's going on with Venezuela. It all happened. I mean, part of it is because they were a communist country, and but it all began because United States and Saudi Arabia lowered the gas the gas prices. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they were trying to do. Yeah. Because it was a whole man. Honestly, it, it, it's it, it's been crazy over the like. Like we're pretty much like like pretty large conflict pretty soon. Like great war conflict. I don't know where it's, I don't know exactly what's gonna pop up, but you can sort of see that the things have sort of been lining up in that way too. So that's why OPEC has sort of been having this like uh, economic war for a while, where they've been just flooding the markets with uh, with oil to reduce the price because their logic is that like you know well the U.S. came out with this whole new fracking thing, but you know fracking doesn't seem to be a feasible thing for oil in terms of low interest rates because with fracking essentially it's expensive. You're always it's never gonna pay itself essentially, right? Like you're never going to pull off enough oil or resources to sell to make up for the cost of fracking itself too. So the idea for OPEC was that, okay, well, we're just going to flood the market with oil and then we're going to fuck over the U.S.'s energy market, right? And like, so that worked for a period of time. And you saw the situation, you saw like sort of the, the, the energy markets in the U.S. die down for a bit. But then obviously, ironically, maybe not ironically, not, not so coincidentally, you saw conflict pop up in the Middle East, right? Oh, yeah. It's just weird how I'm, I'm just realizing everything is very relative to like the like the economy. You know what I mean? Like a lot, a lot, of, a lot of this conflict, you can sort of see it like the explanation in it in terms of like economic relationships, trade deals. You know, uh, like energy markets. It's crazy how. So lies, crimes, war, and corruption. <laughs> yeah, I've been, uh, you know, I've been really into the whole thing that's going on with Syria right now. Oh no way! Uh, I've been following Syria pretty closely uh, too, as well. What, what, what side of the of the coin are you on? Um, yeah, I don't know. I just see things getting worse and worse, and it seems like it dies down for a week or two. But next thing you know, all of a sudden, something happens, something new. Yeah. Um. Honestly, from my understanding, like, um, I mean, like, uh. And I don't know, I'll probably come out for it. But for my research, it seems that, like, um, you know, Israel is not going to be happy until Assad's out. You know, and at that I believe it has to like, do with the connection between Syria and Iran itself and some conjoining uh, pipelines that might be able to connect Saudi Arabia to the Mediterranean Sea. I had seen a few days ago uh, this news report. Um, yeah. that United States is now starting to build a military base in Syria. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's I don't think they're trying to set up there, though. They're trying to set up uh, the Arab army or an Arab ar- um Some sort of Arab they're trying to say something to, like, you know, continue the fight that's going on there. But obviously, it's a bit peculiar considering the fact that, like, you know, Daesh or whatever, you know, ISIL, whatever you like to call them, has pretty much already been defeated in the area. However, there's supply lines of the West. Been like, you know, right? 
Yeah, I mean, this was already known from, like, Wesley Clark. Um, he had already said this, you know, we're going to attack these countries, we're gonna, and then for the end, it's going to be um, Syria finishing off with Iran. And this is exactly how it's going. On, on, a, on a smaller level, the crazy thing about it, too, is that it actually, so the more the more confidence that goes down in the like, the more, uh, you know, essentially, it's better It's better for the energy markets, like, for, like, North American energy markets, European energy markets, even Canadian energy markets, like, it, like, the more, like, if, if supply can go down from out of Saudi Arabia, because Venezuela is already down right now, I mean, then you see the, the price of oil increase, and the, the crazy thing is, like, that would actually be really beneficial to Canada, even. Yeah, I didn't know that. See, that was another thing, too. I remember that um, Donald Trump has said that he wanted to attack um, Venezuela just a few months ago. To attack? See, no, I, I feel like Venezuela is already, they're, they're already screwed. Like, they're on a, on a downwards panel. On, honestly, if you look at the situation in South America, they've been in, like, a depression for, like, at least the past, like, five years. I mean, Venezuela, Argentina, Brazil, all of those states are not doing well at all right now, you know, like, and it, it, exactly, like, why would they want to attack them? Even uh, back when uh, Obama was president, he had declared Venezuela a threat to the United States, a country yeah. with no nuclear weapons, not a big military. For some reason, they were a threat to the United States. I mean, it's like, if you look at it, and, you know, like, you're right, like, they're, they're no risk at that time. But if you look at it from a logistic perspective, like, in terms of international relations, um, the, the, the U.S. definitely comes from like this the, this realist background, where essentially this for enforce well like the idea is supposed to be like a, a bipolar uh, uh, like uh, national relations background where essentially two major powers sort of align themselves to the war, right? Yeah. But the U.S. has sort of been pushing for this unipolar power, so to them everything's a risk. I.e., let's say Venezuela is in a situation where economically they're not doing the best and they don't have the best. Uh, like, you know, uh, relations with the, with the U.S. for whatever reason, well, that maybe Russia or China that has capital or that, you know, or has the, the, the leverage to be like, yo, you know, well, maybe if you give us some concessions, we'll give you, give you some concessions. And then you're looking at the idea of maybe, you know, China or Russia setting up military bases in South America, which is a huge fucking no-no for the West. Like, Oh, yeah, they don't want that. But but it's all, it's all been uh, done by... Mostly the United States. I mean, even what's going on with Venezuela, it all happened. I mean, part of it is because they were a communist country, and but it all began because United States and Saudi Arabia lowered the gas the gas prices. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they were trying to do. Yeah. Because it was a whole man. Honestly, it, it, it's it's been crazy over the like. Like we're pretty much doing like like pretty large conflict pretty soon like. Great war conflict. I don't know where I don't know exactly what's gonna pop up, but you can sort of see that the things have sort of been lining up in that way too. So that's why OPEC has sort of been having this like uh, economic war for a while, where they've been just flooding like, the markets with uh, with oil, trying to reduce the price because their logic is that like you know, well, the U.S. came out with this whole new fracking thing, but you know, fracking doesn't seem to be a feasible thing for oil. Just in terms of, uh, low interest rates because the fracking essentially is expensive. You're always you it's never going to pay itself essentially, right? Like you're never going to pull off enough oil or resources to sell to make up for the cost of fracking itself too. So the idea for OPEC was that, okay, well, we're just going to flood the market with oil and then we're going to fuck over the U.S.'s energy market, right? And like, so 
that worked for a period of time. Then you saw the situation, you saw like sort of the, the energy markets in the US die down for a bit. But then obviously, ironically, and maybe not ironically, not, not so coincidentally, you saw conflict pop up in the Middle East, right? Oh, yeah. It's just weird how I'm, I'm just realizing everything is very relative to like the like the economy. You know what I mean? Like a lot, a lot, a lot of this conflict, you can sort of see it like, the explanation in it in terms of like economic relationships, trade deals, you know, uh, like energy markets. It's crazy how